Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Law and Order Trend VU. That's courtesy of Johnny Davis. Uh, I am Jack. You are Miles. Yep. Um, and here's some things that are trending. I'll tell you one thing that's trending mm-hmm. upwards, Miles. That's the gas prices. Holy shit. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Kent, um, uh, hey, ExxonMobil, you want you want to fucking maybe dig into some of those ridiculous profits you made? Yeah, record profits uh, like 20 years into the global climate crisis. Still still pulling them in. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be cool if they cut us a break. But nah. is this going to be like the moment where like as like mass culture is like, yeah, man, fuck gasoline forever. Probably because of like not. the pain of like these ridiculous costs. I don't know. Like it just feels like, I mean, obviously oil and gas companies have been the evil doers since forever, but like even this week, like shell buying like a bunch of like Russian crude, even though they're like, yeah, we're not doing any business. They're like it was at a really deep discount <laughs> and we had to make a calculated really? decision. Oh yeah. Everyone's like, and already, I mean, everybody knows Royal Dutch Shell is fucking trash. I'm, uh, I mean, look at the work they've done in Nigeria. But mm. it's just like, uh, I don't know, like it, it, it's so shameless while they're reaping all the benefits. Yeah, that sucks. I had like easily over a hundred dollars at the gas pump the other day. Uh, I was at a gas station the other day. The shit was six thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's no fucking joke. I, I remember. Do drive a, I do drive a Hummer. Uh, people, I'm still still rolling with that. I, yeah, I f- well, just Jack feel like it's be- cool and it's gonna come back. Full disclosure: He drives a GMC Jimmy with a body kit on it to make it look <laughs> like a Hummer. So it's a little. <laughs> hey man, I thought I could trust you. But yeah, it's uh, this is like you know they said that this hasn't been like this since 2008. I remember that shit. I was out. Damn near some of my brokest. Actually, no, that was probably like 2011. But 20, 2008, I remember I'm like, fuck, I can't even put four fucking gallons in my car to like get to work and back because the shit was just like, the costs are so astronomical. And I, you'd think on some level, well, I don't know. I say this all the time, but I'm always like, where's the humanity of it all, huh, folks? Mm-hmm. When are we going to actually give a fuck about people who have to unfortunately buy this overpriced shit uh, because that's how they got us. Yeah. Shell gasoline. Fuck your humanity, uh, is the unofficial tagline. I think. Yeah. It's not just shell though. Not all gas companies. Uh, <laughs> nah, I mean, fuck them all. <laughs> Unless they're like, Hey, not miles BP. Pretty cool. Actually. BP can think eat about shit. <laughs> BP overthrew the fucking, uh, Iranian okay. government. Fuck. Yes, because they didn't want to share profits. <laughs> Fuck them all. Um, uh. All right, some people have been going off uh, recently. Oh fuck you, Jack! Why? You've grouping this fucking loser with the other two. Okay. Anyway, go on. So I mean, I put Tatum in there. Jason Tatum. I'm not. not I get. A fan I'm not mad his. at Jason Tatum. I'm mad that you okay. put Harry Kane in here. No, I know, but I'm saying Jason Tatum <laughs> to me is Harry Kane. I, I I'm not a fan of this dude. Wait, but wait, Celtics just being Celtics aside, you you actually don't like Jason Tatum, or you don't oh, like? No, him I because... have no problem. It's just for some reason I, I still just I I thought it was going to be over for me when when Ainge left, but I still just 
a struggle to not feel some kind of way about right, the Celtics. Right. Okay. Just, um, all right, well, let's all get in our bag then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But LeBron, that was that was dope. Was I it 54 mean, or 56? I, th- I thought, yeah, like 50. It was in the 50s uh, against 56. Golden State. Yeah. Put up 56 um, and led the Lakers to a victory over one of the, you know, two, three best teams. Then. One of the in actual the good teams in the league. Yeah. But this, he's still just doing shit that he should not be able to do. Um, yeah. He's fucking amazing. And then what, Jason Tatum, what, was it the next day put up 54? Yeah. yeah. Put up, uh, yeah, that that was, I think, LeBron was Friday night and Tatum was Saturday night. And then Harry Kane, massive mate. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say Harry Kane and massive again, to be honest. I just saw that I know. he was trending for putting some goals in the net when i saw it written there i go i can already hear him going harry kane massive mate <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all i got what, what's he trending for what did he do uh he's at this point i'm not sure if he broke but he's on level with thierry Henry for most premier league goals uh so that's that's pretty good right yo yeah thierry Henry is one of the <laughs> great is but I, I think Thierry Henry, without a doubt, is the greatest uh, striker of the Premier League era. That's I, that can't be argued. Uh, I mean, if you if you support another team, and I'm sure you have conflicting opinions, but the moment he came into the Premier League and just changed shit and his style of play was pretty remarkable. And so Harry Kane, I know he went level like at like halftime. They're playing Everton because he scored. Um, cool. Good for yeah. you, Harry. Don't have any trophies though, my man. Good luck with that. Oh, Good luck so with he's that. one of those who, who can't can't put it together. He's like Charles Barkley. I mean, no, nah, he's be- Charles Barkley's better than Harry Kane. Wow, really? Look, I'm salty as fuck. I don't like Tottenham. I don't like any of their players. I think they're just. I think it's a garbage club. They're having such a terrible identity crisis at the moment, which I'm loving to watch from afar. But yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna be uh, objective for a second. That is not easy to score 175 goals in the Premier League, and that's the most I'll give him. Now, can we move on? I just, I also want to say the the reason that Tatum's uh, performance hurts so bad is because I I'm starting to think the Celtics are the best team in the East, uh, which wow. nobody thought that like two weeks ago. Uh, but they have stopped losing. They beat the Sixers by like 50, and just beat the Nets with Durant and Irving on the court together, and the Grizzlies pretty pretty handily and just nobody wants to see that though right like other than Celtics fans like nobody nobody wants to see the Celtics in the finals um yeah look I'm you have you know you have Boston-based trauma I'm a you know staunch Laker fan so by definition I have to be opposed diametrically opposed to the Celtics um I don't like the idea uh Mm. and I don't like it as a concept <laughs> well, there you go. Thorough refutation. Uh, I'm sure Stephen A is going to be talking about these hot takes we're dropping on one of his 30 shows uh, on ESPN. Uh, right. Anyways, uh, oh, Harry Kane did. He scored another goal and then surpassed Thierry Henry. So I see all of these uh, Spurs accounts on Twitter just loving it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but just check the table. Are y'all in fourth? Are y'all close to fourth? How many games in hand do you have? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just checking to see what where y'all are at. Okay. But do you do kind of have to admit that that is pretty massive, mate? It um, is pretty massive, mate. Massive 
Harry like, I don't want to slag him off or nothing Massive like that. Massive, mate. Massive, uh, mate. 176 Premier League goals, mate. Yeah, a bit massive, but... Unfriendly is trending because the Kremlin has approved a list of countries that have been unfriendly to Russia. It's just like when you're waging an offensive, like hegemonic war without like any provocation, it's just you're going to end up doing some shit that look very stupid. And I'm not okay, not without any provocation, but like this just reminds me of some shit the U.S. would have been doing during the Iraq war. Yeah. All right, we've issued our unfriendlies list. Uh, your ass does not want to be on that, let me tell yeah. you. Looking at you, Montenegro and San Marino. San Marino, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, yeah, mean, it feels very like, and these are, my, these are my real friends and these are my fake friends. Yeah. The whole thing is really, like, alarming because you even just see how, like, all over the place like Putin's remarks are like whether it's like yeah like we can we can negotiate for a ceasefire oh yeah they mined the whole evacuation route that we said we would have a ceasefire in or you know, saying stuff uh like you know just like oh you know the west is just really they're just overreacting just so can you loosen up the sanctions y'all are overreacting to this unilateral invasion mm-hmm and you're, yeah, yeah you're, you're, I guess they really are at the point where it's like, I don't know uh, what else to say. Maybe we can put people in a mean countries list. <laughs> Goes without saying Ukraine is on that list. Like, come on. The fuck? They did put Ukraine on the list. That's pretty funny. <laughs> wow. This feels not that well thought through. No, this feels maybe something that was written up at 3 a.m. During, during a meeting where everybody was very tired. Well, yeah, I mean, if there is that, like, one piece that was supposedly from an FSB whistleblower, but, you know, fucking propaganda is all over the fucking place on the Internet, so I'm not sure how realistic it is. But based on how it's written, it sounds like someone who gets, like, why it's going so bad, because they're just talking about, like, the levels of bureaucracy and being like, all right, FSB analysts, get me, uh, like, an analysis on what happens if we, uh, if something goes down with Ukraine. And they're like, are we planning to do that? It's like, just get me the analysis. I got to show it at a meeting in two days. Mm. And then so their analysis isn't based on this being real. And then when it is, they're like, yo, if you told us this was for real, we would have, this is not good at all. Like, this doesn't end well with anything. Um, but again, it's it's hard to know uh, what's coming from where. But it, it, it does seem somewhat clear from this uh side of things that they are com- completely not uh they seem ill prepared for such a like ridiculously massive like military invasion of another country right they also don't seem worried about losing the troops like i do feel like a lot of the coverage assumes russia is rational has actor. the same Yeah, or has the same, like, sensitivity to criticism of the, you know, people in power and uh, public opinion as the U.S. does. Uh, And I don't think that really bothers Putin that much. There's also, like, I will say, kind of bringing Russia closer to China and, like, trying to, like, create a world order where it's, like, Russia, China, India versus um, the U.S. does feel like it might be a long play for Putin. Somebody sent me a long lecture on like sort of the realist international relations interpretation of all this. And uh, it 
does it, it at least convinced me that like what Putin's doing is not him just being out of out of his mind. It does feel like it's part of like a long term strategy for sure. Um, I mean, if anything, that probably stands to benefit China based on the like economic damage that's done, been done to Russia or will continue to do. I think the thing to look out for is like, you know, whether they start selling like oil and stuff and not using the dollar for that, because that's right. a huge part of America's you know, global financial might is everything being uh, traded on the dollar. Yeah. And that's when like, when that starts shifting. Cause I think even um, Jerome Powell was even saying at the fed, it's like, there may come a time when it's not the dollar and <laughs> look out folks. I'm not going to speculate on that. Sorry. I can't tell from your face. Are you mad at me? Uh, I'm just ooh. trying to suck in all the air through clenched teeth. <laughs> all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and Disney is issuing statements. <laughs> Big statements from Bob Chappick or whatever his name is. They're always Bobs. Why are these Bobs? Bob Iger. You need a Bob. You need a John. You need a Steve. Some real boring ass name. Y'all, if you if you if you want your kids to do to prosper, name them Bob, and they yeah. might just you know fuck it. Uh, it's like a winning name, I guess. Anyway, so yeah, Disney's been in a lot of shit because. Outwardly, they seem pro like LGBTQ uh, and welcoming, saying, yeah, this is a great place. We embrace uh, the LGBTQ community, et cetera. But on the other side of it, people are like, hold on, then why are you giving money to politicians who are supporting these don't say gay bills, especially in like Florida? What the fuck is that about? And so that's where Bob Chappick had to come out with a statement, quote, I want to be crystal clear. I and the entire leadership team unequivocally stand in support of our LGBTQ plus employees, their families and their communities. And we are committed to creating a more inclusive company and world. We all share the same goal of a more tolerant, respectful world where we may differ in the wait. So it says where we may differ is in the tactics to get there. And because this struggle is much bigger than any one bill in any one state, I believe the best way for our company to bring about lasting change is through the inspiring content we produce, the welcoming culture we create, and the diverse community organizations we support, including politicians who are actively on a fucking mission to dehumanize uh, anyone who happens to not be a cishet Christian. Yeah. The, the corporations inevitably kind of gravitate back towards conservative politicians and yeah because those are the people who are trying to keep america rife with inequality uh and they have the power and legal status to do so so yeah it's not not shocking yeah full of shit this is what all gigantic companies do they give to both parties because they're they're the ultimate both sides are in the corporatocracy they're like i gotta fucking keep everybody on my side because second they start talking about like you know trying to uh cut down on ceo pay or like taxes on windfall profits ah yeah gotta give them Fuck both that. yeah and they they probably don't talk to anybody besides those people like that's who and, those dudes golfing with on the weekends right well and even then they have someone who like within the company leads all their donation shit their political action committee stuff whatever and like that person's already probably some like entrenched beltway gargoyle person who's mm-hmm. just has a new business card yeah all right, let's talk National Cereal Day. Yep. It is it's that time. day we've all been waiting for. We, What's we, your favorite? 
talk a lot of shit about uh, national blank days on the main show. Uh, but this show where we are desperate for content is yep. where we embrace those days. We embrace and we'll it. talk about them well, uh, as much as we want. As you heard this morning, I didn't mention it was National Serial Day because March 7th is the day when my parents split up and my dad said he was taken off. Uh, so that's that's what March 7th normally is. And I honored that this morning on the show. Yeah, it is also National Serial Day. And I will say. I do. I, it got me thinking I really need to eat uh pops corn pops i mean you gotta have your pops you've said that i i fucking love corn pops do they make them still uh, oh yeah i think so okay be, thank god i feel like we would have heard about that corn pops are okay good they're good national okay. treasure thank god i mean you gotta have your pops and also had didn't you like it because didn't it used to have the jaws theme to it i i the commercials. don't remember the wow i you know, when you go to Google for some things, they uh, send you a curveball. Corn pops. Uh, they suggested, did you mean corn poops? Um, wow. So I don't got know. The, I don't think I've ever poops, searched huh? that before. But anyways, I don't I don't remember that. I feel like a lot of cereal commercials had like uh, derivations of the Jaws theme with somebody, you know, cereal commercials take place in a world where people are always trying to steal your cereal. Um, oh, and of course. When and you gotta have your pops. Approaches POV, uh, your your box of cereal. You're gonna hear something that is meant to evoke the the Jaws theme. Um, um, okay, so people on the show, uh, super producer editor Brian, he says he's a honey bunches of oats gang. Super okay. dude Becca also has a lot of love for honey bunches of oats. Yeah, huh. it just um, was too too mature for me. I think. Honey Bunches of Oats. Honey Bunches of Oats is like a gateway cereal from like when you're when you get old enough to like just buy whatever cereal you want and you're only eating Frosted Flakes and uh, you know just as much sugar as can be packed into a spoonful uh, which mm -hmm. would still be my my choice because I don't I don't feel like I'm ever eating cereal as a means to having like a healthy start to my day. Oh fuck. You know, no. it's always, it's, it's always like, let me shit into my body, uh, while making myself <laughs> feel good really, uh, for really briefly. Yeah. But Honey Bunches of Oats like is straight up just like mixes Frosted Flakes with regular Corn Flakes and, uh, uh some granola things that are hyper sweetened little granola clusters yeah um it's good I, I like it but i definitely you know i would rather just have uh frosted flakes with granola um okay put it right in my veins my other my other top top ones are uh cinnamon toast crunch yeah and... cinnamon toast crunch is i i take cinnamon toast crunch over corn pops because the uh the milk the sweetness of the milk that's a that's See, a big factor for me I, and I like corn pops milk because it's simple. It's minimal. I don't need all that cinnamon in it. Ooh, but I do. I love a cereal that sheds. I love right in between, uh, like when you got the uh, cinnamon toast crunch, where it's in between crunchy and getting soft, and it's got good, good mouthfeel to it. Yeah. Um, and then finally, um, frosted mini wheats. Boom. Frosted mini wheats. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that is. It's very good. It's um. Like science is still marveling at how much milk, the fact that you can get more milk into a soaked frosted mini wheat than yep. was actually in the bowl to begin yep. with. 
You can thank the people at NASA for that technology. Yeah, I mean, that that <laughs> is what we have as a culture. It's like <laughs> cereals that can do like amazing uh, weird shit. It's hyper absorbing. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, is that good? And I feel like that's another one that like sits right between just utter indulgence and feeling like, all right, well, there's a lot of other stuff in here yeah. that isn't sweetened. That one is uh, my, my one critique of uh, frosted mini wheats is, is that they are tough to eat without milk. Like they, they're not oh, yeah. a fun hand handful cereal. No, dude. I Whereas, remember. Yeah. You get a little loose Ziploc bag of frosted mini wheats. You might as well just eat fucking like, like toilet paper or like yeah. gauze. Yeah. Honey nut Cheerios, I think is my, uh, that was the one sweetened cereal we were allowed to have because it had a, uh, regular cereals name in the title. Oh, and Cheerios. I always come back to it. It's bad for you. You know, it was a mistake on my parents' part to mm -hmm. have let us eat it. Uh, but, but I do still, still love that shit. Good. Oh, you're loyal. Yeah. But it frosted flakes, cinnamon toast crunch. Also, if I'm at like one of those lunch buffets and they have the little mini cereals, I'll, I'll usually go for a, uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. I, I'm just a sick fuck, you know what I I'm know, saying? I, I, just, I was like, I was so disturbed. I was just at a loss for words. I was like, I, I don't want to get in his way right now. Uh, all right. Well, those are some of the things that are trending uh, on this Monday, March 7th. Yeah. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be mm -hmm. kind to yourselves. Yeah. Get the vaccine. Maybe still wear a mask. I don't know. Yeah. I know some people who are just catching COVID for the first time. Yo. I heard somebody get so mad that someone they know, like their partner caught COVID and they legit out loud were like, I thought they said it was over. Right. So like, huh? That's I mean, not I how think, any of this works. I think two levels deep from the actual like issuing of statements by the government, it does start to sound a whole lot like COVID's over. Um, oh, yeah. That shit is not over, y'all. But then you got to attach the part where you're like, the government isn't saying that because it's looking out for your best interest. It's for right. the donor class. Right. They're saying a thing that the donor class and businesses can turn into COVID's over. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, get the vaccine. Yep. Also, uh, yeah. don't do nothing about white supremacy. Nope. And we will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. You can pry these sweatpants from my cold, dead legs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>